Bill Allison is a distinguished individual with a rich tapestry of professional experiences. His career journey is diverse, having worked in various capacities, including as a factory worker, staff member at a YMCA, social worker at a juvenile detention center, waiter, youth pastor, interim pastor, and public high school English teacher. Also, he has made his mark as a speaker, leadership strategist, consultant, and trainer. His personal life is equally enriching. He is happily married to Stacy, who he affectionately describes as the real intellect and support of their family, and together they are parents to seven children. Allison's educational background is comprehensive, holding a master's degree in teaching and leadership, supplemented by his studies at a Bible institute, community college, and state university. Allison leads Cadre Missionaries, an organization deeply rooted in the principles of Ephesians 4.11.12. This disciple-making ministry is dedicated to transforming local churches into outstanding volunteer training hubs, all for the glory of God. The focus of Cadre Missionaries is to inspire, prepare, and invigorate volunteer leaders, teachers, youth workers, and students in the art of disciple-making using interactive, enjoyable, and biblically-based methods. While Cadre extends its services to churches of all sizes, it holds a particular concern for smaller churches, led by a single pastor, supported by volunteer leaders. In the preface of his book, Allison shares his personal transformation from a rebellious student to a leader in Christian teaching. He humorously recounts his days as a troublesome junior high student, often exasperating his teachers, which ironically laid the groundwork for his current role in leading cadre missionaries. This role involves uplifting and supporting volunteer teachers in churches, a mission he attributes to the transformative teachings of Jesus Christ. He believes in emulating Jesus' methods for effective and impactful teaching of God's Word. Allison acknowledges his gratitude towards Roy Blumenshine, his former Sunday school teacher for teaching him valuable lessons in respect and love, and for providing him with an unforgettable experience during a class trip to a Chicago Cubs game. His journey reflects a profound transformation and dedication to Christian teaching and leadership. Moreover, Allison's introduction in his book about the teaching genius of Jesus Christ provides a profound exploration of Jesus' unparalleled teaching methods. The book opens with vivid descriptions from the scriptures where the reactions to Jesus' teachings are consistently marked by astonishment and delight. These reactions emphasize not just the content of his teachings, but the extraordinary way he presented them. Allison accentuates that Jesus is often overlooked as the greatest teacher to have graced the planet. To elucidate this, he breaks down Jesus' teaching methods into five critical components, forming the acronym P-E-A-C-H, Preparation, Engagement, Authority, Challenge, and Heart. This framework suggests a meticulous, empathetic, and authoritative approach in Jesus' teachings, making them impactful and transformative. The central thesis of the book is a call to action for Christian educators— Allison challenges them to introspect and re-evaluate their teaching styles, urging them to adopt these elements of Jesus' methods. He posits that such an adoption in Christian education, encompassing Sunday school, small group ministries, vacation Bible school, Bible studies, discipleship gatherings, and more, would lead to a revolutionary shift, transforming it from potentially being perceived as irrelevant or boring to being engaging and impactful. 
Furthermore, Allison affirms that if teachers in the church apply the PEACH framework, it would not only revolutionize their teaching, but also the perception of the church both internally and externally. The application of these principles, he argues, is essential for starting a revolution in Christian education, beginning at the grassroots with individual educators. The book, therefore, is not just an exploration of Jesus' teaching methods, but also a practical guide for contemporary Christian educators, inspiring them to revolutionize their approach to teaching by learning from the best, Jesus Christ. Allison's message is clear. By emulating the teaching genius of Jesus, educators can profoundly impact their communities and change the face of Christian education. In addition, Allison delves into the crucial role of preparation in teaching, drawing inspiration from Jesus' methods. Allison begins by asserting the importance of internal growth and readiness for God to work through an individual. He points to Jesus' practices of withdrawing from the crowd for prayer and meditation, noting that upon his return, Jesus was notably more dynamic and effective. This pattern illustrates the transformative power of solitude and reflection in preparation. Allison extends this concept beyond spiritual realms, citing examples from various historical figures like Abraham Lincoln, John Wooden, Bobby Knight, John Maxwell, Henry Ford, and King Solomon. Each of these figures highlighted preparation as a key to success in their respective fields. The quotes from these individuals collectively indicate the idea that serious commitment in any domain is reflected in the amount of time and effort devoted to preparing. The chapter critically addresses the lack of emphasis on preparation in Christian education culture. Allison observes a trend towards easy, quick-fix teaching aids and notes the consequent decline in the effectiveness and appeal of Christian educational efforts. He suggests that this leads to a superficial search for new curricula, overlooking the deeper issues related to teaching methods and personal development. Allison clarifies that his book does not offer quick solutions, but seeks to emulate the teaching techniques of Jesus for transformative results. He insists that impactful teaching emerges from serious, comprehensive preparation, challenging the perception of Jesus as an impromptu teacher. Instead, Allison portrays Jesus as a master of both personal and teaching preparation, maintaining the need for educators to invest in both these aspects. The chapter points out that exceptional teaching, as exemplified by Jesus, demands a deep commitment to preparation. This involves not just the mechanics of teaching, but also encompasses personal growth and dedication, establishing a foundational principle for those aspiring to teach effectively and make a lasting impact. Further, Allison's exploration of Jesus' personal preparation through spiritual disciplines offers a profound insight into how these practices underpinned his remarkable teaching ministry. Central to this discussion is the notion that Jesus' engagement in spiritual disciplines wasn't merely incidental but foundational to his life and work. One of the key disciplines Allison reiterates is Jesus' in-depth study of God's Word. This is evident in how frequently Jesus quoted from the Old Testament, with references to over 70 different passages, totaling more than 90 instances. Such extensive knowledge wasn't just for scholarly purposes, it was practical and empowering. For instance, during his temptation by Satan, Jesus' responses were anchored in Scripture, demonstrating the phrase, It is written, as a testament to his profound scriptural understanding and application. This practice raises a reflective question about our own engagement with religious texts. 
Prayer was another cornerstone of Jesus' spiritual life. The scriptures record over 45 times when Jesus sought solitude to connect with God through prayer. This exemplifies the importance of prayer in sustaining and guiding one's teaching and spiritual leadership. Allison uses this to prompt church teachers to assess the role and frequency of prayer in their ministry and for the people they guide. Solitude for refreshment and rejuvenation was also a significant aspect of Jesus' life. As depicted in Luke 4.42, Jesus regularly withdrew to solitary places, especially after intensive periods of ministry. This practice repeats the value of balancing active service with periods of rest and introspection, an essential rhythm for anyone engaged in sustained spiritual or communal work. Besides, Allison discusses Jesus' commitment to community and disciple-making friendships. Contrary to popular belief, Jesus spent a significant portion of his time in private, nurturing deep relationships with his disciples. This preference for intimate, transformative relationships over constant public engagement illustrates the depth and intentionality of Jesus' relational ministry. In sum, Allison's analysis presents these disciplines not only as historical observations, but as active, introspective challenges to modern believers and church leaders. By mirroring these practices, they can deepen their spiritual lives and enhance their ministry, following the example of the greatest teacher in history. Additionally, Allison's teachings underline the critical role of personal preparation for teachers within the church, drawing a parallel with the approach of Jesus, whom he refers to as the Master Teacher. According to Allison, the effectiveness of Jesus' teachings was intrinsically linked to his personal engagement in various spiritual disciplines. These disciplines were not mere religious activities, but served as a means of self-leadership and rejuvenation, vital to his teaching ministry. They included studying the scriptures, maintaining a robust prayer life, practicing solitude, and fostering a sense of community with his disciples. Allison underscores that these practices were foundational to Jesus' ability to teach with authority and depth. This observation leads to a compelling question. If Jesus, who had a unique divine connection, found it necessary to prepare himself through spiritual disciplines, how much more essential is it for church teachers to immerse themselves in similar practices? Allison suggests that such personal investment in spiritual disciplines is not just an add-on, but is central to the development of anyone aspiring to become an effective teacher like Jesus. He posits that regular engagement in spiritual disciplines is paramount for those who aim to excel in their teaching ministries. It's not just about acquiring knowledge or mastering teaching techniques. It's about nurturing one's spiritual health and connection with the divine. This approach to preparation is presented as a key to unlocking a teaching ministry that is not only supercharged, but also life-changing and transformative. In essence, Allison's teachings advocate for a holistic approach to teaching in a religious context. He emphasizes that personal spiritual growth and discipline are indispensable for those who wish to teach with authenticity, impact and depth, much like Jesus did. This perspective places personal spiritual discipline at the heart of effective teaching in the Church. Also, in his discourse on spiritual growth and teaching, Allison accentuates the crucial connection between individual spiritual health and the efficacy as an educator in Christian ministry. 
He affirms that the most profound and impactful teachers derive their ability to influence others from a rich, nurturing relationship with God, an abundance which flows into their teachings and interactions. Allison articulates the concept that educators are tasked with the responsibility to model their teachings after Jesus' example, developing both a personal connection with God and a collaborative practice of spiritual disciplines alongside fellowship with disciple-making friends. Jesus himself indicated in Luke 6.40 that a student, when fully trained, will become like their teacher. With this in mind, Allison prompts readers to introspectively score their personal spiritual discipline on a scale from 1 to 10, with 1 signalling a complete disengagement and 10 reflecting a daily committed practice akin to that of Jesus. Recognising the hectic nature of ministry, Allison questions if individuals are perhaps too consumed by the actions of their ministry to foster a genuine connection with God. He makes the assertion that without investing time into one's relationship with God, any public ministry is unlikely to be transformative. Allison references Dr. Howard Hendricks's insights from Teaching to Change Lives, spotlighting the importance of personal preparation for ministers. Hendricks contends that for God to work through teachers, he must work in them first. The assertion stands that to bolster one's effectiveness in teaching, one must prioritise strengthening their spiritual well-being. To drive his point home, Allison calls for specificity and intentionality in spiritual self-care. He challenges the reader to evaluate what concrete actions they are taking to allow personal ministering from God. Furthermore, he questions whether they have a strategic plan for their spiritual growth, or if they are passively expecting growth without deliberate actions. In conclusion, Allison insists that a structured and active approach towards spiritual discipline is indispensable for those aspiring to teach and make deep lasting impacts on others through their ministries. Moreover, Allison asserts the critical need for church teachers, and by extension those seeking personal growth, to create a written personal growth plan. He suggests that for teachers to become effective instruments through which God works, they should first experience significant growth within. This self-development is only impactful when approached with a structured plan, drawing a comparison between personal desires for growth and concrete plans. Allison highlights how businesses are required to present clear, documented plans to secure loans from banks. This analogy drives home the point that written plans are a testament to one's commitment and seriousness about pursuing goals. Similarly, a church teacher's commitment to growth should be evident through such a written plan, setting desires apart from actionable strategies. Allison references human development expert Brian Tracy to indicate the rarity and effectiveness of goal documentation. A tiny fraction of people, only 3%, take the time to write down their goals, yet this group notably achieves a vast majority of its objectives. Tracy believes that the act of writing goals is powerful, forging a subconscious commitment to pursuing them. Allison encourages readers to follow suit and become part of this elite and successful demographic by drafting their own personal growth plans. Furthermore, he quotes Hendricks, who states, If you stop growing today, you stop teaching tomorrow. This remark serves as a wake-up call for church teachers, stressing the vital link between their personal development and their ability to educate and inspire others. 
To halt in one's growth is to falter in one's teaching. Thus, a dynamic growth plan is not just beneficial, but necessary. Allison is not merely promoting an abstract idea, he actively practices it and expresses a willingness to engage with others on their personal growth journeys by offering to exchange growth plans via email. This personal touch extends an invitation for accountability and shared progress, deepening the reader's incentive to undertake this transformative planning process. In addition, Allison provides a vivid portrayal of Jesus Christ not only as a divine figure, but also as an extraordinary teacher, always ready to impart wisdom. His ability to use everyday life and spontaneous moments for teaching is a central theme of Allison's summary. Jesus is presented as a master educator who adeptly turned the mundane into profound lessons, as seen in the famed Sermon on the Mount, where he capitalized on a natural gathering to deliver fundamental teachings. Allison draws particular attention to the way Jesus utilized current events and direct inquiries from individuals as springboards for broader lessons, maintaining Jesus' unmatched preparedness to teach. For instance, in Luke 12, 13, 21, when someone in the crowd asks Jesus to intervene over a familial inheritance dispute, Jesus responds by touching on universal themes of greed, worry, and fear, thus transforming a personal plea into a universal teaching moment. Further illustrating this point, Allison references Luke 13, 1, 5, where Jesus is informed of a contemporary tragedy. Rather than just offering sympathy or commentary, Jesus leverages the event to discuss the importance of repentance, again showcasing his ability to connect daily events to larger spiritual truths. This conversation is rounded out with a parable that encapsulates his teaching on repentance, demonstrating Jesus' skill in using stories to drive home his points. The pattern Allison describes is one where Jesus' readiness to instruct is interwoven with the cadence of daily life, embodying a rolling classroom without walls. The implication of Allison's exposition is that life constantly offers moments ripe for teaching if one is prepared to see and utilize them. To authenticate his observations, Allison encourages a reading of the Book of Luke, where one can observe Jesus in action, utilizing life's various scenarios as teachable moments. Through this, it becomes evident why Jesus was frequently addressed as teacher across the Gospels. Allison concludes by prompting the reader to reflect on their own readiness to teach, drawing inspiration from Jesus' example to be ever prepared to turn any moment into a learning opportunity. Besides, Allison conveys the essence of being a remarkable teacher, pointing out the significance of preparedness in harnessing spontaneous educational opportunities. He narrates an engaging personal story about a Mother's Day shopping trip with his children, which serves as a practical example of this concept. The story begins with Allison buying chocolates for his wife's Mother's Day gift at Farm and Fleet, along with extra chocolates for his children. During the car ride home, his four-year-old daughter Libby deceitfully claims she dropped a chocolate malted milk ball to get an extra one. Allison, suspecting a lie, asks his son Billy and then his daughter Emily to search for the non-existent dropped chocolate. This incident swiftly turns into a teachable moment when it becomes evident that Libby lied. Allison confronts her about the lie, intending to impart a moral lesson about honesty. However, the situation unfolds humorously when Libby misunderstands Allison's reference to the father of lies as himself, leading to a burst of laughter from her siblings. 
Through this anecdote, Allison illustrates the unpredictable nature of teachable moments and the necessity for educators to be prepared to capitalize on them. He reflects on the incident with Libby, acknowledging his own learning curve in effectively utilizing such opportunities for imparting valuable life lessons. Allison stresses that preparation is crucial for educators to seize potentially powerful teachable moments. He reiterates that often, the most significant teaching moments occur unexpectedly, like during impromptu late-night discussions on retreats or during long journeys. The narrative ends with Allison drawing a parallel to Jesus, an exemplary teacher known for his preparedness and ability to seize teachable moments, thus inspiring the reader to emulate this trait in their teaching endeavors. Additionally, Allison dives into the pivotal role of preparation in teaching, particularly repeating its relevance in a religious or church context. He begins by confronting a prevalent misconception among teachers, the belief that great teaching is largely a result of inspiration. Allison challenges this notion, positing that effective teaching is more about dedication and hard work than spontaneous inspiration. He quantifies this idea with a striking ratio, suggesting that successful teaching comprises about 10% inspiration and 90% perspiration. To bolster his argument, Allison references John Milton Gregory's influential 1884 work, The Seven Laws of Teaching. Gregory's perspective serves as a critical cornerstone in Allison's argument. In his book, Gregory criticizes teachers who attempt to circumvent the rigorous preparation necessary for impactful teaching. He draws a vivid analogy, likening unprepared teachers to messengers lacking a clear message. This lack of preparation, according to Gregory, results in a deficiency of both power and enthusiasm, essential ingredients for successful teaching outcomes. He debates that without these, the expected fruitful results of teaching efforts cannot be achieved. Allison uses Gregory's insights to underline the non-negotiable requirement of thorough preparation for teachers who aspire to be transformative in their approach, akin to the teaching style of Jesus. He implies that there is an inherent price, a substantial investment of time and effort, that must be willingly paid by educators to reach this level of effectiveness. This preparation goes beyond mere content delivery. It involves cultivating the ability to engage, inspire, and fundamentally impact students. Allison's message is clear. Preparation is the foundational avenue that leads to life-changing teaching, a journey that demands both dedication and a deep commitment to the craft of teaching. Also, Allison critically examines the current trend among church educators towards seeking quick and effortless solutions for teaching. This tendency is manifest in the constant quest for magic curricula that demand little to no preparation, a practice that Allison disputes is detrimental to the quality of Christian education. He underscores a significant pattern, the surge in website traffic for downloadable curricula and lesson plans on Wednesday afternoons and Saturday nights, times closely preceding standard church teaching sessions. This behavior, Allison notes, is indicative of a broader issue of inadequate preparation among church teachers. Allison emphasizes that this reliance on last-minute, easily accessible resources is leading to a decline in the effectiveness and engagement level of Christian educational efforts. The majority of such education is becoming uninspiring and dull, primarily due to the poor quality of teaching that is a direct result of inadequate preparation. He accentuates that there are no methodological or curricular shortcuts to great teaching or to becoming an exemplary teacher like Jesus. 
The essence of impactful teaching lies not in finding easier ways, but in investing time and effort in thorough preparation. The article serves as a wake-up call to educators in the church, urging them to reconsider their approach to teaching. Allison affirms the critical need for dedication and commitment to preparation in order to elevate the quality of teaching. The message is clear. Excellence in teaching, particularly in a Christian context, requires more than just knowledge of the subject. It demands a deep commitment to the process of preparation, reflecting the model of teaching exemplified by Jesus. Moreover, Allison addresses the critical role of preparation in effective church teaching, drawing inspiration from Jesus' methods. He asserts that exceptional teaching within the church context is a product of two key elements, profound personal preparation and meticulous lesson planning. This dual approach to preparation, according to Allison, is what distinguishes outstanding teaching. Allison challenges church teachers to elevate their standards of preparation. He highlights that this involves a substantial investment in terms of time, energy, finances and overall commitment. This investment is not just in the teaching material itself, but also in the personal growth and development of the teachers. Allison posits that such investment is crucial for moving beyond the realm of mediocre teaching. The cost of inadequate preparation, Allison argues, is evident in the church's teaching ministry. When individuals opt out of participating in Christian education initiatives, it may signal a deeper issue. This absence can sometimes reflect the attendees' views about the quality of teaching. If people are disinterested because they find the teachings of the Bible or Jesus unappealing, it represents one type of challenge. However, if the root cause is unengaging, poorly prepared teaching, it suggests a more alarming issue. Allison indicates that the problem of unprepared teaching leads to a lack of engagement and diminishes the impact of the church's educational efforts. He implores church teachers to follow in Jesus' footsteps, who exemplified thorough preparation in his teachings. By doing so, teachers can significantly enhance the effectiveness and impact of their teaching, fostering a more engaging and spiritually nourishing environment in the church. Last but not least, Allison maintains the crucial difference between passive reading and active engagement with literature, especially in the context of spiritual development. Allison advocates for a dynamic interaction with the content, pointing out that mere reading is insufficient for genuine growth. This approach is particularly reiterated for religious texts, where understanding and application are key to spiritual advancement. Allison introduces a unique method to ensure readers actively engage with his book. At the end of each chapter, he presents a specific challenge aimed at encouraging readers to apply the insights they've gained to their own lives. This practice moves beyond theoretical knowledge, pushing for practical application, which is essential for meaningful spiritual growth. The challenge repeated in this segment of his book is particularly focused on the development of personal spiritual disciplines. Allison's approach is pragmatic and tailored to individual needs and current practices. He urges readers to create a short, realistic personal growth plan, which is a written exercise designed to foster self-reflection and commitment. This plan is intended to answer several pivotal questions. The spiritual disciplines to be engaged in, the frequency of these practices with a focus on realistic goals, the specific timing for these disciplines, demanding precise scheduling, the particular biblical passages or content that will be used for spiritual enrichment, 
and the identification of any additional resources that might be necessary, like notebooks or digital tools. In addition, Allison adds an interactive component to this challenge. He invites readers to share their personal growth plans with him via email, promising in return to share his own plan. This offer not only motivates readers to take concrete steps towards their spiritual development, but also fosters a sense of community and mutual growth, bridging the gap between author and reader and reinforcing the book's core message of active engagement. In conclusion, Allison's multifaceted career spans roles as diverse as factory worker, YMCA staff, social worker, waiter, pastor, and public high school English teacher, reflecting his rich professional journey. Beyond his career, he is married to Stacy and a father to seven children, adding depth to his personal life. Academically, Allison holds a master's in teaching and leadership, with educational experiences ranging from a Bible institute to state university. Further, Allison leads Cadre Missionaries, an organization focused on transforming local churches into volunteer training hubs, following the principles of Ephesians 4.11.12. This ministry aims to invigorate volunteer leaders, teachers and students in the art of disciple-making, using interactive, biblically-based methods. Cadre missionaries particularly support smaller churches with volunteer leaders. Besides, in his personal narrative, Allison humorously recounts his transformation from a rebellious student to a Christian leader, now leading cadre missionaries and supporting volunteer church teachers. His approach is deeply influenced by the transformative teachings of Jesus Christ. Additionally, Allison's book on Jesus Christ's teaching methods digs into Jesus' unique approach, framed as the P-E-A-C-H, Preparation, Engagement, Authority, Challenge, Heart Method. He advocates for this approach in Christian education, believing it can revolutionize its effectiveness and relevance. Also, Allison underlines preparation in teaching, inspired by Jesus' practices. He advocates for a shift towards more comprehensive preparation in Christian education for impactful teaching. Moreover, he discusses Jesus' spiritual disciplines, such as in-depth scripture study and prayer, as foundational to his teaching ministry. Allison parallels these practices with the necessary approach for church teachers, stressing the importance of spiritual discipline and personal preparation in effective teaching. In sum, Allison advocates for active engagement with religious texts for spiritual development. He encourages readers to apply insights from his book to their lives, underscoring the importance of practical application for meaningful spiritual growth.